Love this podcast. Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now. From the minds that brought you the smash hit podcasts, Your Life the Mixtape, and Headliners comes, Your Life the Mixtape Magazine, a free, monthly digital magazine that focuses on music, culture, and social commentary on current news and events. Visit www.yourlifethemixtape.com to subscribe today. Hello there, I I want to take a moment to talk to you about Dear Dean Magazine from Dear Dean Publishing, my favourite subscription-only monthly digital magazine. It's got subscriber-generated content about politics, pop culture, travel, family, pets, and poetry and wellness articles and features, contributor articles from nationally recognised journalists, writers, and artists, and provides opportunities for novice writers and authors and other contributors to share their voice, talents, and words. Did I mention that it's completely free? Dear Dean Magazine provides free advert space for small creators, authors, and podcasters, fulfilling its vision that some art should always be free. It's owned and operated by Myron J. Clifton and is designed and distributed by Katya J. Lerner at Buzzword Consulting. Visit deardean.com slash subscribe to get signed up. You are now listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest in entertainment worldwide. Now here's your host, Greg Howard Jr. My guest this week is a Grammy award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer best known for her viral TikTok pop songs. And as one half of Barlow and Bear, the writing duo behind the unofficial Bridgerton musical. So if you don't know who she is, you have clearly been living under a rock for the past couple of years please welcome the absolutely incomparable abigail barlow hello hi thank you so much for having me thank you thank you so much for being here uh you are you are my first uh grammy winner 
oh my gosh, stop. Yeah. Wait, that's very exciting. You know where my Grammy is right now and where I decided to relocate it is behind my toilet for 2024. I don't know why. I just thought it would be really funny. <laughs> it's it's funny that you said that because um, there, in an interview recently, Kate Winslet keeps her Oscar in the bathroom so her guests can do Oscar speeches in the in the mirror and not feel uh not feel awkward about it oh my gosh okay well I'm now I feel like it was the perfect place come on me and Kate Winslet we have something in common (laughs) who'd have thought it's like that's that's the most relatable thing and you know if I ever won an award of that stature now I'm just like you know the bath the bathroom's a good place for that it is. It's we're we're there all the time. We're there every day. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so tell me what is what is out from you right now that we should all be listening to? Well, uh I released three singles uh last year and they're all sort of predating uh the release of my album Princess Pop. And uh, it's really exciting. We don't really have a release date yet, but it's definitely coming out this year. Um, And those first three songs are kind of the introduction into the world that I'm kind of building for this concept album. It's basically, you know, telling, chronicling the story of my life the past couple years, but through the lens of different fairy tales that we know and love. So each song is kind of dedicated to a different princess, uh, a different heroine, and yeah, I'm I'm excited for the world to hear the rest of the album because it uh it sort of has a through line from beginning to end, just like the musical theater work that I've been doing. So, love that. I love a concept album. They're always yeah. they're always my favorite. <laughs> you know, I I think I fell in love with the the craft and the art of making an album from top to bottom with the unofficial Bridgerton musical album. It was. Very much a labor of love, but so rewarding at the end. And I think it's just how I want to make music from now on. Love that. So on a scale of one to 10, how excited about life are you right now? I'm a 10. I have to be a 10. We have to like function at a 10 all the time in order to manifest all of the destiny we're chasing, you know? So 2024 is our year. Yes. We're on, we're on 10 the whole year. What about you? <laughs> um, I have been up entirely too long. So right now I'm like a seven or eight. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Currently a seven or eight, but like in the grand, in the broad scheme of things, what, what number would you like to be <laughs> this um, year? I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take from your example. I'm going to, I'm going to manifest a 10 for this year. Come on. Love that. It's not like we have to reach it every day, you know what I mean? But like having good experiences, just being open to life. I think, you know, I've learned that everything happens for a reason and that the the universe gives you exciting things all the time. You just have to be open to, you know, receiving them. What has been your career highlight thus far? Oh, man. Um... Well, I think, you know, winning a Grammy was the best day of my life for sure. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much things that come closer to that. Um, But selling out the Kennedy Center and performing with the 79-piece orchestra, that was pretty incredible. Um, Having Broadway legends and stars sing 
our songs was like out of a fairy tale. It really, it blew my mind. And that whole night was a blur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, those were, those were big moments. We also, you know, I can't talk about a lot of things that my writing partner, Emily and I are doing right now, but um, they're very exciting and sort of span across TV and film and stage and getting to, you know, build a world from the ground up with a creative team. It's a whole different world than pop music, um, releasing music in general. It's it's very much like a baby, like a child, and it takes years and years to develop. So I'm in the middle of doing a lot of those projects that, you know, almost feel like they're uh, expanding my my timeline a little bit. You know, I, I kind of live in the moment, but now getting to think like three, four years down the road and start building what that will be uh, is really, really exciting and makes me excited for the future. That sounds exciting. Yeah. So we're we're in a landscape where it, it feels like that anybody with a computer can put a song out now. What sets you apart from everybody else? Damn. <laughs> what does set me apart from everybody else? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's true. It's true that, you know, music and releasing music has never been more accessible. And I think that's joyful and wonderful um, because it was, you know, in the past, a very closed art form. I think that, you know, what makes me different is what I've discovered about myself as an artist, like very recently, you know, with the creating of a hypothetical musical idea, I learned that I'm really good at telling stories through music. And I think what sets me apart is that not only am I releasing my own project, but I have so many exciting things that are coming and, and nobody really knows about them. It's all like big world building things, you know, like a, a, one thing that has been announced is like we're we're writing music for uh, a biopic Fred Astaire Ginger Rogers story. Oh, wow. and so that just to give you a scale of like the things we're working on is big stuff, and I'm learning a lot. And I think the more that I learn from those experiences, the more that my the the better my music gets. You know, I think. Everybody has their own artistry and and mine is constantly and forever in flux. But I, you know, I write all my music and I, I love writing all my music. I'm I'm also like a a Britney. I love to sing and dance on stage. <laughs> so those are just a few things that set me apart. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a good enough answer? That was fantastic. That was perfect. Okay, good. <laughs> You you have you have spoken uh, about, you know, all the all the different projects and stuff that you're working on. What are your most and least favorite parts of starting new projects? Oh, that's a good question. I think the blank page can be a little bit daunting. Um, but my favorite part is like the research, you know, the 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 beforehand where you gather all the information and you really let it inform the creative process. That's really fun. I don't like getting notes. (laughs) I also don't (laughs) love the wait. You know, like I said, it would take three, four years for some of these to come to fruition. So that's kind of frustrating. I feel like I'm tapping my shoe a bit, but you know, patience is a virtue. And like, like I said, everything happens for a reason. So it's the universe saying like, Hey, 
you had a lot of instant gratification on social media and success. Now it's time to learn what the opposite of that is, which is a long haul creative process that's going to take a long time. So, yeah. What's the best career advice that you've ever been given? Hmm. Don't give up. <laughs> I know that's like very overused, but it's true. I mean, I think, you know, it's really easy to get discouraged and to feel like you're not really making the waves that you want to be. But also sometimes that's just really the universe saying that you haven't found exactly who you are as an artist yet, you know. Um, and it depends on, you know, what you're trying to do in the industry. There's so much. I think that's another thing is that like never limit yourself to one route. There are so many pathways to success and, you know, it, don't spread yourself too thin, but in the same breath, you know, always be open to new opportunities and say yes to everything. I'm trying to say yes to everything in 2024. That's a, that's, that's a good, that's a good mantra to have. I'm, I'm trying to say maybe to everything in 2024. <laughs> Uh, because I, well, I, I found last year that I was I was saying yes to too many things. Sure, sure. So, and and the power of saying no is very important as well. You know, yes. it just depends on on where you are in life and how you're feeling. If you're really wanting to hustle and and you feel like you know, because I feel like this all the time, even despite you know having success, it's like you know, a, a career in the music industry and in the entertainment business is like a collection of moments. You know, you're up, it's a lot of highs, high highs, low lows. And if you can find what works for you to stay like very balanced in the middle, I think that's that's the goal. Who is the dream collaboration for you? The first person that came to mind was Max Martin because oh, I love nice. him. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I did already kind of achieve a, a dream collab, which was Dolly Parton, <laughs> not in, not in the, um, I guess in the, uh, what am I trying to say? What's the word? Not in the capacity that I would have loved, like writing a song with her, but I did get to meet her and work with her on, on a musical project. So that was fun. Um, who else? I love Katy Perry. I would love Dua Lipa. Yeah, there's so many dream collabs. I'm just like <laughs> hoping and praying that life is long and I get to achieve them all. <laughs> Do you have a favorite time of day? Hmm. It depends on my mood, but I, I am I'm kind of a night owl. I used to write all of my songs like from 10 p.m. to midnight. Um, but now that I'm like a girl with a big girl job <laughs> i think lunchtime is my fave <laughs> i love a little siesta too i love taking a nap around two three <laughs> that's i'm I'm a, I'm a big nap person yeah so I, i've become I, a nap person yeah what are the three things that you cannot live without my dog his name is benji he is the sweetest, gruffiest little rescue. Could not live a day without him. I'm actually, he's at the, uh, his, it's called Bow Wow Bungalow. I've been in New <laughs> York, so I, I still have to go get him. I miss him terribly. Um, let's see, what else? I guess my phone, which is such an annoying answer, but it's true. 
and a good book. I don't know if, I, you know, what I'm reading right now is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Such a good book. Um, I, I like to read on planes and, and anytime I'm bored. So those three things. Excellent. So if you could uh, start your career over from minute one, knowing everything that you know now, would you do anything differently? Whoa. I've ne I've never even never even thought about it. No, I don't think I would because minute one was was so delicate and wonderful and innocent. I was very young when I learned the joy and beauty of making music and singing. Um it was all sort of inspired by my dad who would play Billy Joel and Elton John on the on the piano every day and really taught me what it was to make music and to tell stories through music. And yeah, I don't think I would. I, I immediately pounced to social media, which was the first thing at my fingertips to really start developing and, you know, growing an audience. So I, I don't think so. I think every, like I said, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> what do you think is the weirdest word in the English language? Really, I'm I'm trying to think now because I'm I'm such a lyricist. Lyricist is kind of a weird word, like lyric. I've never really thought of why it's called that, like the words to a song. But I use that word all the time because you know it's my job. <laughs> I'm not close to my phone, so I'm trying to think hard. I think lyric. Let's let's go with lyric. <laughs> that's a good one. That's that's one that hasn't been been mentioned on the show since we started doing that question. So so well done. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> what's at the the top of your professional bucket list? Like, what's the thing that you want to do more than anything else? I want to I want to sell out Madison Square Garden. I know that's so what? silly, but it's it's true. That's I think that's top list. And then, you know, I'd love to be on Broadway too. I just I love New York City. It's my it's my town. I don't live there, but I love to visit. So with your your Madison Square Garden sellout, do you want to sell out one night or do you want to do like a sellout residency, like three nights? I want to pull a Harry Styles. I want a flag hanging in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the dream. <laughs> Is there an artist whose career path inspires you? Like you look at their their body of work and you go, that's that's the blueprint. Mm. Well, as a songwriter, you know, I look to people like Dolly Parton. Um, I, I also, you know, had a, a mentor in Megan Trainer, who, you know, wrote for people before she had her own artist project. And I think Taylor Swift as well, you know, people who just knew that writing their own music was the way to really connect with your audience. I've always really been inspired by that. And it it just, you know, pushed me to hone my craft of songwriting because it is there is a craft, there is an art to it. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. So. So other than your own music, uh, what are you listening to right now? I love a good Spotify curated playlist, <laughs> especially <laughs> because I am somebody who will 
get stuck in the 2010s. Like I'll be listening to teenage, like Katy Perry's teenage dream on a loop and like forget that music exists. So I like to like expand out of my comfort zone, do my, you know, release radar, do discover weekly. Cause I always find new music that I love. Um, but yeah, I'm just a pop girly at heart. Like I love top 40. I love old Britney Spears. Like I'll go back and listen to like slave for you and <laughs> baby one more time and oops i did it again and just like have them on in the background all day so i'm trying to expand i'm trying to continue to explore the music realm and space i feel that there are there are some some days where where i'll put on a you know the baby one more time album and like there there are some deep cuts on that album that i'm like damn that should have been a single I know. So good. Gosh, like that, that era of pop music was just unmatched, unbridled, you know? <laughs> yes. What's a book that you feel like everybody should read? Ooh, uh, I think everyone should read the A Court of Thorn and Roses series. It's a fantastic fiction fairy tale world and I, I'm completely enthralled by it. I'm not finished. I have one more book to read, but I do love it. It's it's I'm I'm a romance girly. What? Are you a are you a coffee person or a tea person? I'm both. I'm a coffee person pretty much every day, but then I, I love to drink tea before a show, before interviews. You know, it makes me feel like like a an elegant lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm both window or aisle seat aisle seat I have to be able to get up <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like I I don't like to inconvenience people so I can't like tap somebody on the shoulder if they're asleep you know what I mean <laughs> that's fair yeah table or booth booth for sure I love a I love a corner booth yeah. where it's more like rounded that way you know you're kind of facing out but still at the same time with everybody. Absolutely. And I have a big family. I have three sisters and two tiny nephews. So we need a corner booth everywhere we go. <laughs> Do you consider yourself an artist? I do. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so if in in 10 years time um i invited you back on the show where do you where do you see yourself oh i mean i hope a house somewhere that'd be nice <laughs> i'm in a little bungalow in burbank california uh but also even if i stayed here i, I would love my view to be an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, a Tony on my piano that I'm looking at right now. That would be nice. Um, I mean, I'd love to travel the world. I, I really haven't seen much of the world. I've only been to London outside of the U.S. And yeah, I mean, I, I want more family time. I, I think the freedom an artist can achieve uh, is kind of limitless. So I'm I'm looking forward to those those years, 30 flirty and thriving. <laughs> <laughs>
So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on your music. You can listen to my music on all streaming platforms, wherever you listen to your music. My name is Abigail Barlow, and I have social media platforms on Instagram. Uh, I think it's Abigail Barlow with two W's at the end, and my TikTok is Abigail Barlow with three W's at the end. Don't get those mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's me. Well, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about you and talk to me about your music. I have I have enjoyed this so much. Speaking as a fan of yours, this has been cool. just absolutely fantastic for me. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Great questions, too. <laughs> we'll be back every Wednesday and Thursday with all new episodes of Headliners. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Headliners is a Your Life The Mixtape Media LLC production in partnership with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this episode may be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.